proximal convoluted tubule. We've done loop of Henle. We're now going to do the distal tubule. So in a word, if you had to say, what does the proximal tubule do? Reabsorbs lots of goodies, glucose, amino acids, bicarbonate, phosphate, um, uric acid. What does the loop of Henle do? It concentrates the urine. What does the next bit do? What does distal convoluted tubule do? So really, this is a little bit not as clear cut as the other ones. The other ones are quite neat. So if you think about this, sodium and chloride transport, okay, um, and does a bit of stuff with calcium and magnesium, okay? What I want to make out, the one thing I want you to remember about the distal convoluted tubule is the sodium and chloride transport here occurs via your NCC, so that's your sodium chloride co-transporter, NCC. Why is this important? Why is this crucial? Well, it's very crucial because it's thiazide sensitive. So remember what we said earlier on, the NKCC2, of the loop of Henle is ferrosamide sensitive. This one is thiazide sensitive. So if you've got a disorder of your distal convoluted tubule, you are going to mimic thiazide diuretic therapy, isn't it? So Gittleman syndrome is the best example, textbook example, because you get a mutation that causes a loss of function of this NCC. Sodium chloride co-transporter. N, sodium, C chloride, C co-transporter. So therefore this co-transporter doesn't work properly. So you get milder renal salt losses and volume contraction than in Barter syndrome. So less pronounced hypovolemia. Hypovolemia is classic of Barter syndrome. You get hypokalemia and metabolic alkalosis. Okay. How would you choose between Gittleman syndrome and Barter syndrome? Bearing in mind, I've told you that there's a degree of overlap. What do you think that might be down to? Think very carefully. So why in Gittleman syndrome, I'll give you the answer, why in Gittleman syndrome is the amount of calcium in your urine low? And why is the calcium in your urine high in Barter syndrome? Remember what we said. So with the loop of Henle, what we were talking about, your thick ascending limb is the major site of calcium and magnesium reabsorption, okay? So remember that fact, the thick ascending limb is the major site of calcium and magnesium reabsorption. So if you don't reabsorb calcium, the calcium levels in your blood 
okay? Going to be low. And the calcium levels in your wee are going to be high. So that's why the calcium levels in Barter syndrome are high. Why are the calcium levels in Gittleman syndrome low? I'll explain why now. So if I compare and contrast, I said Gittleman syndrome, the features you get with it are similar to if you were to give someone a thiazide diuretic. So hypercalcemia, high calcium levels in the blood is a known side effect of thiazide diuretics and therefore could lead to low calcium levels in your wheat. Why does this happen? So hypercalcemia associated with thiazide diuretics is a known, a very well-known clinical finding. So thiazides, if you were to give someone, they were the old school first line at one point uh, medications for hypertension. Um, and a lot of patients that often haven't been to their GP for five, 10 years are still on them on repeat prescription. They exert their antihypertensive effect through an increased sodium excretion by blocking the thiazide sensitive, yes, sodium chloride co-transporter, NCC, that we've talked about. Okay, this co-transporter is closely linked to calcium transport. So thiazides have several effects. Okay, so you get higher calcium levels in the blood, but increased renal tubular reabsorption of calcium, okay? So that's probably what we think. So it's increased renal tubular calcium reabsorption is what happens, okay? So you don't pee it out, it gets reabsorbed into the blood, okay? So let's compare. Loop diuretics work on your sodium, potassium, yeah, CC2. So that's sodium, potassium, chloride, two transporter, which causes increased urinary calcium losses. Okay, so that's your difference. Okay, that's what we're talking about. So if I ask the question again, how can you choose between Barter syndrome, which is um, a problem with which bit of the kidney? Good. So loop of Henle. And Gittleman syndrome, which is a problem with the distal tubule, is have a look at the concentration of calcium in the urine and in the blood. The calcium in your urine is low in Gittleman. Okay? Yeah? Which mimics the thiazide diuretics. And we know that in thiazide diuretics, and the mechanism is thought to be very similar, in thiazide diuretics, you increase your sodium excretion through your um, sodium chloride co-transporter. Okay? And there's lots of things that happen, but basically the net product is you get increased renal tubular reabsorption of calcium, okay? 
and you get reduced urine calcium excretion. Okay, so in an SBA question, if someone has got high calcium in their blood, think about a thiazide diuretic. Think about a thiazide diuretic, definitely. Um, very, very important. So to summarize, Gittleman syndrome, you get mutations of the thiazide sensitive NCC, okay, co-transporter, and the electroabnormalities of Gittleman syndrome are similar to those of thiazide diuretics. So if you know the electroabnormalities that you get in Barter syndrome, for example, low potassium in the blood, yeah, hypokalemia, you'd think, is this adverse drug event or is this side effect um, due to ferrosamide in an SBA question, Gittleman syndrome, high calcium, thiazides, okay? So if, you're, if, you're, if you've got hypercalcemia in an SBA question of someone that's on treatment for hypertension um, or whatever they may be on it for, but the typical one is that they're on it for hypertension, they haven't been to their GP for a while and that kind of stuff, because it's no longer first line. Um, you'd be thinking, are they on a thiazide diuretic, bendroflumethazide? Very, very important. Okay, fine. So the final thing I'm going to talk about, and this probably might be the highest yield bit of this, is I'm going to talk about the collecting duct.